1936 and still young, a local legend. 9:30 WFMB from now on. Morning News Express on WFMD 812. And we are joined by the Frederick County State's Attorney, Charlie Smith. Um, good morning, Mr. Smith. Thank you for being part of the Morning News Express. Good morning, Bob Miller. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. First of all, I, I want to get this out of the way in case we run out of time, and I don't. How is your son Carson? I know you have many kids, but how is your son Carson doing, and is he getting any PT? <laughs> Well, he's up at West Point playing uh, football for Army, and it's very, very, very hard. <laughs> he does not like it at all, actually, to be honest with you. But we said just suck it up and, uh, you know, get a year through, and it should get better. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, there, you know, it's like football is, you know, pretty tough anyway. But then football in the military has got to be extra tough. Yeah, and at West Point, you know, it's uh, it's not like the number nine institution in the United States for no reason. The, the academics are really, really tough as well. So, well, I, you know what? He's a he's a great kid. He's a tough athlete. I think he'll do well eventually. <laughs> me too. Me too. So well, we're going not, up there as much as we can. So, but uh, you know, life is good. I got no complaints. It's he's a good he's a good young man. We're we're keeping our fingers crossed. He just can can gut it out. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this new task force. Uh, and I, you know, government loves their acronyms. And this one is called Intercept. Um, it is called the Interagency, excuse me, Child Exploitation and Persons Trafficking Task Force. Tell me how this came about. And it's actually kind of uh, uh, combining a couple different forces, is it not? Uh, yeah, it is. I, mean, I think as people well know in Frederick County, we've always been sort of uh, a leader in terms of prosecution of child exploitation and child abuse. Um, back in 1999, we were one of the we were the very first what they called ICAC task force in Maryland, Internet Crimes Against Children. And I actually personally tried the very first computer crimes case in Maryland uh, regarding child exploitation back in 1999. So. Uh, back before the Internet, but uh, it wasn't before the Internet, but certainly it was new. And as we all know, the Internet is used for all kinds of bad stuff, and often it's child exploitation, and it seems also persons trafficking. So, um, you know, Joyce King, who's chief counsel in Frederick County, uh, does all of our CP work. We used to call it child pornography. It's now called CSAM, um, sexually explicit material. Um, but uh, she was at a training and saw that there was only one or maybe two of these task forces nationally. And uh, so she brought it back home, the idea, uh, and, you know, we we ran with it. We, we knew we had a bunch of great detectives that were both doing child exploitation. We had a bunch of great detectives in the various agencies who were doing HT work, uh, human trafficking work. And we decided to, to, to essentially merge the two because a lot of what they do overlaps. And so hence Intercept. All right, let's talk more about that when we come back. If you can take uh, take a couple of minutes, we're going to stop for sports and uh, traffic and weather. We'll have more with uh, Charlie Smith, Frederick County State's Attorney, next on WFMD. This is on Free Talk 930 WFMD.
819 at WFMD. On the uh, phone with us is the uh, Ferdy County State's Attorney, Charlie Smith, talking about a new uh, task force in Frederick called Intercept, the Interagency Child Exploitation and Persons Trafficking Task Force. Um, Charlie, I want to ask a, a question. Did, did this, the movie that just recently came out, Sound of Freedom, does that kind of make it easier for you to proceed with a task force like this, uh, maybe being able to get mo- more funding? Um, or not? You know, I don't think, I think it didn't make it easier for us. We had a great partner in Operation Light Shine. Um, they used this task force concept to, to unite all sorts of organizations to fight both child exploitation and human trafficking. So we had a funder in place. Frederick County's been great, and our county executive has been on board with this uh, in terms of funding as well. Um, and so it didn't really help with funding. Um, but it really did help promote, I think, what we're doing uh, uh, through the Intercept Task Force. We actually had a show, and we, we invited all of our partner agencies. Uh, everybody who touches either one of those things uh, came out. We had about 50 people come out and watch the movie uh, as part of, like, a team builder, too. So that was kind of cool as well. So, I mean, you do have uh, you have uh, the task force, I think you mentioned it includes um, your office, Frederick City Police, Frederick County Sheriff's, Maryland State Police, Homeland Security, FBI, Secret Service. Um, and I, I don't mean this the way it's going to sound, but that's a lot of people who are, um, you know, maybe alpha dogs. <laughs> and how hard is it to get them all to play nice in the playground together? Uh, you know, if I'm being super honest, it's, it's, you're right. There are a bunch of alpha dogs, but that's why they're good at what they do. Right. So to some extent, you just have to have a couple of strong personalities and we have that in in Joyce King and, uh, in Lindsay Carpenter, Pippi, she, she's, she's a great HT prosecutor as well. So, um, uh, but yes, it is difficult. It's difficult. Um, but at the end, it's the child or it's the it's the person being trafficked. Trafficked that that is what's uh, uh, the goal, and so uh, they come together. They really do. Um, and there's there's sort of circles that they stay in as well. So it's not all everybody's in the same pot, so to speak. I mean, there are different jurisdictions, and there are different types of uh, uh, criteria that would lend one agency to be involved and not another. And and the other thing, at least in my my perspective, would be that this is not for the faint of heart. Uh, you you have the passion is there, obviously, amongst all these people, but finding out and understanding and being able to um, being able to get these things, it, it's got to be difficult because they're children. I mean, it's yeah, it's really difficult. I used to be chief of that unit. Um, and, you know, I have four kids and a lot of times it, uh, the cases that I was prosecuting were, you know, the kids looked and were the same age as one of my children. So um, it, it is difficult, and especially for the detectives that are that are knee deep in this. And they're the ones that are often luring the travelers uh, and engaging in, in conversation that's, you know, that's just terrible. Um, so there is a, a big emotional toll uh, on these detectives and prosecutors uh, uh, as well. And um, it, it's terrible, Bob, but it's so rampant. I mean, it is everywhere on mm-hmm. the Internet. It is – we could do it all day long, every day of the week, seven days a week. 
it's it's a resources issue. It is not. I mean, business is brisk in terms of child exploitation and, and in terms of human trafficking. You uh, mentioned Operation Lightshine, um, and they have other task forces around the country. There's one in Jacksonville, Florida, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, the the question is, is this something that hopefully that will become maybe a, a larger entity that you will be able to share information and resources uh, further down the line? I think that's why we have our federal partners as well. That's something that they do ex- very, very well because they're not just local. They're not just state um, they're they're the entire United States, and they have ties internationally as well with international forces. And so that's one of the things that they bring to the table because oftentimes, you know, people are coming in from out of country. People are coming in from out of state. They're traveling in to engage in child exploitation or bringing people in in terms of trafficking. And um, and so, uh, you know, that's one thing that Operation Lightshine has been really good in terms of funding uh, facilities for the most part. Um, and, uh, and of course they, they kind of let the experts roll with it, but their goal is, is again, to, to get us locations, facilities, it stuff, server technology, um, investigative software, these forensics labs software. So they've been really, really good in terms of funding all that stuff. Um, as a prosecutor, are you worried that when these cases come up, that when they go to trial, that they will not be prosecuted to the full extent of the law? Uh, not at all. You know, and you know, you, you, we've known each other for a very long time. I've been doing this for, you know, a, a long time, over 30 years. Uh, and there are some issues. We were just on a call uh, in my capacity as president of the National District Attorneys Association. I was on a call with the White House yesterday or the day before about policy and, you know, they're afraid that if we throw the net, we're going to catch these too many fish, so to speak, is the analogy that I used. For fear of catching fish, you shouldn't catch. So what they do is don't throw the net at all. And that's why we have a, a million cars stolen every year in the United States of America by juveniles. They don't want to do, you know, so I'm like, well, you got to do something. You can't just not throw the net. So um, in the area of child exploitation, uh, and human trafficking, that's not the case. We fortunately have buy-in on all levels with most all people on, on these two issues. So it's one of the few issues still as a prosecutor, you know, man, you get this guy convicted, he, you know, he's toast. And he How, should be. It's yeah, terrible I stuff. agree. I, I, I want to briefly talk about the other position that you were talking about. But um, finally, um, the we had a um, a bust of a massage parlor in Frederick. Uh, I, I don't know how young they use these young ladies in these places. Is that part of your the the realm of your uh, of what you're trying to do, or or you stay away from that part? And this is more internet porn type of stuff. No, 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 no. We we definitely engage in that as well, and that's one of the number one things we see locally in terms of human trafficking. Um, because I mean, people. I mean, you know, you get you get people on both sides of that fence. They're like, oh, they're doing it just because they're making money. You know, while there's a, probably an ounce of that, the rest of the pound is they're brought over here to do it, and they don't want to be doing that. They don't, but they. You know, they convince them that this is a great, great way to get into the country and perhaps get their citizenship or whatever. And then they're 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 locked into this, you know, trafficked arena 
uh, doing that kind of stuff, and it's it's terrible. I mean, when you talk to the, you know, when the women, we get translators in there and talk to the women, they don't, young ladies really, they're not women, they're 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 kids. Um, they don't they don't want to be doing that, and so that's a prime area in which we see trafficking occur. So let's talk about what you mentioned about a uh, a, a, a group that you are now, I think the the president of. That's correct. Yeah. Tell us. Imagine tell us that. a little. Tell, <laughs> no, I I can imagine that very much. So tell us a little bit about that. So in Maryland, we're called the state's attorney. Um, it, you know, as I tell everybody on TV, I'm the DA because uh, that's what everybody I think uh, off of movies and, and and television knows it as. So it's called the National District Attorneys Association. We're an organization that represents uh, all the prosecutors in the United States of America in every state and even in U.S. territories. Um, and so I've been involved in that organization for a while as what they call state director because everybody, every state has its own director. So I represented Maryland for many, many years. All the prosecutors in Maryland chose me to be the president, I mean the uh, state director. And so all the state directors in the United States voted me in as president. So I was pretty honored by that. I worked as treasurer for a while, kind of a worker bee kind of guy, you know, really um, – that's how I fashion myself, and you know me. I'm kind of a blue-collar guy, worker bee. But, um, and, uh, you know, lo and behold, here I am in between the DA from Buffalo and the DA from San Diego is the DA from Frederick, Maryland. So it's a lot of work, though. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I didn't realize how much work it would be. Is it a paid gig? No. No. <laughs> they, do, they cover some expenses, you know, um, and you get to do some cool stuff, too. Um, you know, I was just in London uh, for a few days, uh, I was the uh, U.S. representative to the International Association of Prosecutors. So Desiree had a great time seeing Big Ben and all this other stuff while I was in meetings. But um, you know, we got—I got, I, got a, uh, I took a, a couple extra days on the tail end of that, and we saw—you know—we did the London Eye and the London Tower and Tower of London, whatever it was, and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. So there's a little bit of benefit, but mostly it's just a lot of work. And what does it encompass, though? I mean, that's the question. Are you trying to set set goals? Are you trying to set policy? Or I mean, what does it entail? Yeah, it's it's it encompass, though. I mean, that's the question. Are you trying to set set goals? Are you trying to set policy? Or I mean, what does it entail? Yeah, yeah it's 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 mostly well. Number the number one thing we do is we train prosecutors across the United States of America. The second thing we do is we try to influence national federal policy as well as funding because it always trickles down to you know to local law enforcement local prosecutors in some form or fashion so funding's a big thing um and and so uh uh we work really hard on that we have diff a lot of different committees legislative committees um you know training committees uh and uh, so that's kind of our our two two bigger goals one final question, and we'll let you go, and I appreciate all your time, Charlie. Um, and that is, uh -huh. of, of course, over the last uh, week and a half, two weeks, a, a judge in Washington County, Andrew Judge Wilkinson, Andrew Wilkinson was shot uh, to death in his driveway. And, and most of us knowing a little bit of the story is probably because of the decision that he made when it came to a court case. Um, did you know him at all and your thoughts on that? And as a prosecutor, somebody who is the DA and coming up against people like that, I mean, do you take extra precaution or do you just live life and live life? 
Oh, well, first of all, I did not know him. Um, he was a newer judge who um, who I did not know. He didn't really do much criminal stuff throughout the throughout the years. Um, but you know, obviously, my prayers go out to him and his family, and uh, just terrible. And and you know, we do take it seriously. Um, I've had threats on my life, and had powder show up in the in mail, and all kinds of crazy stuff throughout the years, and so. Um, you know, I do, I do have a concealed carry, um, you know, uh, and, uh, I married a wife who carries a gun, so <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't hurt either, but no, we do, we, you know, it's, it's cameras at your house and you just have to be smart about it, um, anymore. We used to think we could anonymize our information, but you know, anymore on the internet, if somebody wants to find out who you are and where you live and who you're, you know, who you're married to, or, or whether you have kids, they're gonna they're gonna find it out, and it, and that's the unfortunate thing about the internet. And I think that's what happened with the judge out in Washington County. So it's just a, a terrible thing, and you know, it's there's just a lot of bad people out there, and, and you know, there's a lot of I don't want to use the word crazy. It's why we have our mental health court, man. It's just mental health is really epidemic uh, in this country. Uh, it really is. We got to figure. We got to figure that one out, Pop. We really yeah. do. There are people that are, you know, that are doing crazy things, man, and yep. and and it's hurting good people. We close so, a lot um, of. We, we close a lot of I mean, state we hospitals. We need to. Yeah, I mean, and and you know what? These people they have to go to jail. They're hurting yeah. other people. That, that's yeah. what prisons are for. Yeah. Uh, but we got to figure out why they're doing it in the first place, too. And the other thing that when you brought that up, brought one thing to my attention, and we've got to let you go, and that is um, yep. be careful what you put on the Internet when you're posting kids and pictures and things of like uh, of that nature. And because it, it just takes one person going, well, that's the kid. That's who That's who I'm going that's after. It. Yep. I agree Simple with that. Well, agree. I wish you and your this, you. this task force, I hope it does. Uh, uh, I hope it puts a real big dent into a really bad problem. It will. We got great space. Uh, again, we're thankful to the county and all of our partners um, for helping us uh, find good space. It's just it, we're going to do great. It's a great investigative space. We're just really excited about it. All right. There he goes. Uh, Charlie Smith, the the uh, state's attorney and part of that new task force. We appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. 833 at WFMD. From the 930 WFMD.